What is up? At last, we are here with our final episode of this season. This is season two, episode 12. We had a lot of fun and a ton of laughs with this one. On In Case You Missed It, we talked about the release of Jussie Smollett, the return of Little Nas X, Netflix cracking down on password sharing, and condolences to gospel singer LaShawn Pace. For primetime, we speak on America's over-commercialization of holidays and how that affects us subconsciously. We encore that with the discussion on party culture and how that has changed since COVID. We follow that up with a fan favorite, Slapper Trash, and a segment where Jay and I both give our sleepers. We close it all off with a season farewell. We all hope you enjoy our season two finale. We will be back very, very soon. And this is the experience. So it's the finale. So I brought cake and I'm going to oh, wow. throughout the whole. Well, probably not throughout the whole thing, but you know. That's chocolate cake, right? I thought you said you didn't oh, fuck yeah. with chocolate cake. I don't fuck with chocolate ice cream. Chocolate cake. Okay, so how do you like chocolate cake but not ice cream? I feel like if you like one thing, chocolate, you just like it all. That is not true. Unless it doesn't have nuts in it for me. Different textures. Ice cream is not usually moist. And chocolate and ice, it just doesn't mix like the texture. Also, chocolate ice cream looks like shit to me. So I just can't (laughs) eat it. It just looks like a bowl of shit. Such a kid, bro. No, chocolate ice cream slaps, bro. Chocolate chocolate ice cream is like. It's it's top tier. I don't know. Okay, so, and I, I don't like that. Pro, I don't like that propaganda that's just been going around. Chocolate ice cream just ain't it, bro. If and you like, if you like chocolate here. ice cream, I'm gonna just think that you eat bananas through the peel. You're just fucking crazy, or not crazy. I shouldn't say that's that. But the, that's not equal. Yeah. Oh my god, see, that's not equal, bro. That doesn't it even make sense. Is. It is. It's not, bro. Okay, see, you thinking of barbaric shit versus like some normal if everyday. You're barbaric if you eat chocolate ice cream. Not at all. All right, go ahead. Just eat your fucking chocolate cake. Let me intro this. Hello, welcome and salutations. This is The Experience presented to you by Jay Gooden and D. Allen. I am one of your hosts for this wonderful evening, D. Allen, a.k.a. the Don of all trades, and I am with Jay Gooden, a.k.a. the Sports Gay. What's up, y'all? Yep, and this is season two, episode 12, the season two finale. Man. It didn't honestly. I feel like this season went faster than the first season, but I feel like maybe that's because we know what we're doing kind of now. We still, there's still things we don't know, but yeah, we know what we're doing more than we did last time. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we, we've definitely, I think this season we've definitely tried some different shit. We definitely, you know, last season felt more of a trial run where we were just like, let's see how this whole thing goes. Let's see how this chemistry, how the higher chemistry is, you know, especially on, on the mic and, you know, seeing how we can just, you know, keep elevating each season. We see it like now season two, we fucking made Instagram, Twitter, we made social media shit for the way. Just for us to like hop on like Riverside back in last season where we just post that shit, retweet it, and it wouldn't be really anything to it. And now it's like we got pages for it. We got YouTube like for it. Like we're, we're visual now. It's just a lot of shit that we definitely, and That's you know, why I'm excited to announce for season three, we're going to have our own channel. Mm. like on cable no i'm just kidding yep nope that's that's no he's right because like no i can't even go along with that shit well you know how much money that would be like us trying to do a partnership with like comcast or something or like just us getting uh, our actual channel like the own network like the oprah with free network you could probably do that, that on YouTube. if i got a deal like that i would not get myself i wouldn't get my fucking ass up and work i sit my fucking ass down and rest baby because all yeah. that money 
That's Oprah. That's Oprah numbers. That's Oprah numbers. And you can have yeah. other shit on there too. Like you, it wouldn't just have to be this podcast. We could throw other shit on there to make more money and it'd be yeah, <laughs> be perfect. Like what if be we got perfect. Snowfall to move networks and now it's on our channel? Oh, man, that would take fucking mountains. But you thinking big? I respect it. You said that take fucking mountains. That's so impossible. That's fucking <laughs> damn near impossible. FX, bro. FX has a hit. Speaking of FX, Atlanta is coming back soon. And I'm so excited, bro. I can't wait for that bitch to drop. But, you no, know, Snowfall is definitely one of their bread and butters. They're not going to let that shit go to a couple of niggas. Yeah. Wow. It's not going to happen. Sorry. FX has the formula, though. They got Atlanta. They have Pose. And Pose, now Snowfall. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. they, they really be getting it done. No. No, but, like, uh, shit, I had an interesting weekend, man. You know, one of my highlights of this weekend had nothing to do with my actual what I actually did. It had to, had everything to do with what I what I saw. So that kind of leads me into this in case you missed it. Your boy is released from prison, man. It took all of Why six days. My, right? Hold on, wait a second. Why are all the gay people my boy on here? <laughs> that <laughs> is your boy. You was you was champion you was champion Empire. I remember the episode when I told you Empire was trash and I said everything about Empire was bad after like season one. And you was here hell bent defending, you talked about an iconic moment with Jamal and blah blah blah. And I you talked about Jesse. I've known you personally how much you've admired Jesse before this shit. So that's genuinely your guy. Me and Jesse got a divorce. Yeah, yeah I, I bet so. I wonder wonder why, huh? He got out of jail. How the fuck? It took six days. <laughs> it took six days. This nigga, I was literally he like, went on a tear talking about I am not suicidal. I am not. You cannot constrain like shit like this. If anything happens to me, you know it ain't from me. It's gonna be from the niggas that's trying to conspire against me. That's gonna take me down. Blah blah blah. Like nigga, shut the fuck up. I honestly thought he should have got more time for doing that shit, but it clearly it didn't mean anything. The nigga got off on bond. Like <laughs> I just feel like. He really knows how to manifest. He said, I'm not going to be in here. It's not in there. Okay. You want to learn how to manifest? Take a page out of Jesse Smollett's book. Cause he was not yeah. fucking with that shit at all. Like, I knew hey, he y'all was going to put me in jail. Nah. No, fuck that. And, and it's just funny as hell. Like, like, all of this is just like one big ruse. Like, this is just a lot. And it's like just to have somebody like jesse you could really tell he is a very gifted actor because he's so committed to the role that he's assigned for himself like even lying thinks he's in a movie like he really thinks he's like playing a character in a film and this is actually real life like he has a family has like he has a wonderful beautiful sister also very talented i wonder what she's thinking right now actually she Um, put fucking free jesse too she's in on this shit the, hey, somebody, we might need to do an investigation on the smullets. Uh, maybe the part, maybe the lions <laughs> in general, because I think Taraji P, for sure. I think she says something. It don't matter what he did. We support. It. I don't know. She says something. His family, his TV family, and his real family definitely on some bullshit. Whatever he's doing right now, can't keep going on, bro. Did, but, <laughs> I'm like, bro. What what the fuck? <laughs> But at the end of the day, you realize it's like it's 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 really just lying, and it just it's just a foolish lie. It looks more just on him than they anything else. Lions. Like luckily nobody else like got fucked up for 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 real. It's really just him. But it's I don't know. This Jamal is all funny. I gotta clap it up to him. He's he he's he's he stuck to the bit, man. He stuck to the pit, and he and he just wanted to fucking go for it. And 
he didn't he didn't have to go to jail for it. I think he was what five months. He was 150 days. He got out in six days. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. That ridiculous. just goes to show you if you got money, nobody's touching you, bro. Nobody's yeah. touching you. I mean, OJ yeah. literally got away with murder. I mean, yeah. If it don't fit, you you, you, if it don't fit, you cannot acquit. You cannot acquit, and it, and it just makes you think because OJ was like probably one of the he probably was one of the biggest athletes at that time for sure like so it was like okay he did this he has so much power and status and money if he did this heinous shit we can kind of like brush it aside that's kind of what's going on even though it's not on the same caliber as like an oj but deshaun watson like he uh he's an nfl uh quarterback and he got he has like 22 sexual assault allegations and he just got traded to the cleveland browns and he got like one of the biggest one of the biggest contracts of this offseason. So, like, he's kind of more or less getting rewarded. It just kind of puts into perspective what we really care about in terms of if, if it's, like, something that happened and you do a good enough service or you do, do a good enough job and you have enough money, enough resources, we can forgive all. And in this case with Jussie, it makes you think, like, society where we at, is this a lie we care about? Like, just, just how normal <laughs> people be like, oh, yeah, he lied about some shit that – it sets people back. I've said this last podcast. It sets people just like when people yeah. who uh, who lie about being sexually assaulted. It sets people. It sets people back. But I think we where we're at right now. Obviously, it's a lot of progression, but at the same time, it's kind of still the status quo. When it's like, okay, yeah, he did lie about some shit. We can kind of just let him go. He's not. He ain't oh, hurt nobody. Man. He ain't fucked nothing up. And he lied about some shit. We already don't really give that give that much of a fuck about. All I'm going to say is I would hate to actually get hate crimed in Chicago because they would not believe me. They would arrest me for getting hate crimed because of what Jussie did. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. on that note, this nigga. in case you missed it, um, Little Nas X, this is actually my man. Lil Nas X, that's my man. This is your guy for sure. But that's your man. I said, see, when guy. I say that's your guy, no, someone else like, is Jussie's my man. your guy. We, we, you be we talking both about- know who my we both know who my man is. We'll talk about that after the air or off air, but we both know. <laughs> but um, fucking hit my glasses and shit. My guy, he's back. He came back on Twitter. Um, his presence was definitely missed just because Little Nas X is definitely a trollster. He's very good at trolling, making jokes, memes, very good TikToks, all of it. So his presence is definitely missed. It's honestly like a light to social media. I would say you never realize. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like, were the same people that were like, oh, this guy is so fucking annoying while he was there. Once he's back, they're, like, all on his dick. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah, Little Nas X, happy to be back. Also, he revealed that he has two new songs coming out, one with Saucy Santana and one with Dirk, right? Or is it Lil Baby? It was uh, Young one Boy. Of them. I'm Oh no, it's Young Boy. Fuck, that's even mm-hmm. more insane to me. And but, I, I um, told you this, like when when I first saw it, when I saw those two songs. Side note, I'm gonna let you go. My bad, my bad for cutting you off. But uh, side note, those two songs. Did you just Kanye, me, bro. Did you just Kanye? Fuck, <laughs> he out said, of I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> no, those two songs. I was like, he's really trying to get everybody. Like, I I admire Lil Nas X's like brain, like his comedic timing his like trolling like the way he markets his music with that type of like like rollout like the social rollout where he just like kind of does outrageous things and and this is just another aspect of like adding to the music he's making songs with two sides of the culture right now the young boy like so many young boy fans like 
he, like he's getting the the. I'm a I young boy fan. Niggas. He's getting essentially the niggas, right? Yeah, you might say essentially the niggas in the saucy Santana. Obviously, he's made like hella waves, like like it just in terms of music, in terms of just like people playing him and and on TikTok and in clubs yeah. and him just like being part of the culture and that aspect musically. Making a song with him is also brilliant because it gets the women, like it, like it gets both. It gets both sides of the it's culture. The girls, you know, gays, and, and the and the straight yep. people too. And the young people, boys. Listen, and, if you're and, straight yeah, and you straight, listen, I like. I like. Wait, 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 no, Saucy no, if you're straight and you listen to Saucy, if you're straight and you listen to Saucy, that's no shame. That's no shame. You know, Saucy. You know, he's for everybody. It's for everybody. But yeah, I'm just so excited to hear all the new music. I feel like he just dropped, so I really don't even like feel that pressure for him because I feel like he said, "Oh, he, like new stuff is coming." I don't even really feel that pressure for him to drop just because he just we're still living in his Montero album that just came out. But I'm happy that he is, you know. Um, I'm interested, really interested to see how the baby song is gonna sound, or not baby, um, <laughs> young boy. I'm interested to see how that mm -hmm. song's gonna sound. But it's knowing him, his producers is gonna be. Take a day trip never really does any wrong with him. So, yeah, but, I'm definitely right. curious to see how both songs sound. It's gonna be interesting. Welcome in back, case, bro. Welcome back, Lil Nas. And um, I heard that you never mind. We'll talk off the air about what I heard. Not anything bad, of course. Okay, in case you missed it, Netflix is about to start charging for shared passwords. And you know what I have to say to that? You fucking bitch. You just want to just take all our money. It's not enough that you had to raise the price of subscription to $17 because you're making premium movies now, but now you're making me charge for next. You're going to make me charge to just fucking log in or they're going to start charging for it's going to become a commodity. Watch, you know how like you can have like your mm -hmm. own picture, like you can choose like the show um, and then make that mm -hmm. your icon on Netflix. They're going to start charging for that shit too. There's going to be films on yeah. there. They're going to be like, Oh, you want to watch this charge? So I don't know. Yeah. I'm just tired of everything being about like money. Like I'm not going to do nothing. I can't even go anywhere because the gas is too high. Fuck you, Netflix, for mm. this. I hope you guys don't do this. Um, what do you think? Oh, my God. Every, bro, everything is so fucking expensive now, man. And and this is just another addition to that. And it's it's funny, man. Netflix has always like made me laugh a little bit because well, rec in recent years because it just seems like they're just like losing hilariously and they're just like throwing shit at a wall like they're trying new shit to try to like get people back on the netflix train and no and don't get that's, a, and that's another thing OG. too i'm gonna let you finish hold on that's another thing too why would i pay so much money for the most ass platform that there is out there what the fuck <laughs> who do you guys think? like if disney plus did that shit i'd be like okay i respect it but you're fucking netflix uh -huh. okay go ahead <laughs> I'm about to say it's foolish to think that you have the same catalog to be requesting these changes, like these drastic changes. But Netflix, like I said, they're throwing shit at the wall at this point that they're trying to obviously with their original content, like they're getting obviously they had like big hits with uh what was it? What was it Squid Games? Squid you games. like when I think recent like the type of shit that they have contracting on their shit. Medea's homecoming's been doing real really well. Mm, right. That movie's mm -hmm. actually kind of funny. Like I, you know, Tyler Perry been making me feel some type of way in a couple years, but that shit was funny as fuck. I cannot deny. I gotta give him his flowers. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, no, especially yeah. the Beyonce spoofs at the end. That shit was fucking like hilarious. All right, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Okay, now it makes sense that his actual like 
that special has Beyonce shit in there because he was doing Beyonce, a bunch of Beyonce shit, like yeah. for the promo. And I was just like, what the hell's going on? Like with Tyler. But no, that's good. That's just another aspect. Like Netflix, you know, they're they're trying different things. Some shit is a success. I know they got like com- uh, comedy, like contracts with comedians. So they like have comedy shows and whatnot, like stand up specials on their platform, blah, blah, blah. Netflix, they're trying, but these other streaming giants, man. They're like really blowing them out the, the water, specifically HBO Max. Yeah, nobody's uh, seen Disney HBO Plus. Max. Even Peacock, even Peacock, like, is doing a lot better with that Bel Air show that they got now. Them niggas. I is still doing gotta well. watch that. I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen the episode yet. Well, oh yeah, no, you definitely need to check that out. But no, all I heard you ra- raising heard. this price. I'm talking about. Net- I'm talking to Netflix right now. You raising this uh, price isn't gonna do shit, bro. Because you think. <laughs> We already. What you gonna do? Like, if I've already shared the passwords, like, what if like you can't just automatically make me pay an extra two or three dollars? You have to make me sign another agreement. And then they'll what if I'm just like, like you, you'll they'll probably be like you have to reset your password. And then once that happens, then yeah, yeah. that's how they'll get you. They'll get you on the lowest some some normal shit that we always do, and it'll be like, well, by the way, you can't use Netflix anymore unless you agree to these terms of service. And in the fine print, it says that we will be charging another two or three dollars for if you use, if you share a link or you share a password with somebody outside of your household. And, and it's just not gonna work. Fucking, it's gonna backfire on Netflix. It's gonna backfire. And y'all need to stop fucking playing because Manifest season four is about to come. And bitch, if I have to pay to watch that shit, I'm beating who's ever asked made that decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about money, though. You know how that shit go. Like yeah. these motherfuckers, they just they just want to make a quick buck. And if they, if they obviously, like I said, they don't have the catalog to really match up with these new streaming companies, man, they're going to try to make money other ways. And yeah, it's just foolish because no other fucking, like none of these other streaming services going to do that. That's just you, Netflix. When you said catalog, that made me think of like Real Housewives when I think it was Phaedra. She was like peddling through catalogs. Honey, you don't know if your baby daddy is going to be an axe murderer or a child molester, but what you will know is that he needed $5 to get him a, a medium-sized pizza, so he ejaculated in a cup so you can have a kid. Sorry. Oh, my God. Real Housewives That's... of Atlanta fans, y'all know what I'm talking about. Peddling through <laughs> catalogs. I'm going to say you really went in on that one. I'm like, all right, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shit That's was crazy. crazy. She read the fuck out of Kenya. And if I was Kenya, I would have beat her ass. Because honestly, at that point, I probably wouldn't have been able to say anything. So now I just have to beat your ass. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I would, too. That's, those are fighting words, man. Fighting Literally. words. But no, uh, in case you missed it, uh, we do have to give uh, condolences to the families, uh, to the family of uh, LaShawn Pace, a gospel singer. She's known for that act like, you know, song that, you know, blew up. Was it last year? I like, you know, yeah. Yeah, she's actually a very decorated gospel singer. But, you know, obviously we only know her from that shit. So. But e- either way, like that song was still big enough and she's really inserted herself in the culture in a different aspect outside of just gospel. Because when you think of act like, you know, you don't necessarily think of it as a gospel song, even though it has the same cadence, same like rhythm and whatnot. Yeah. It's associated with like TikTok, shit like that. You just be like, all right, this is just like a fun song. And yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate. Um, I think she was 60 years old, 60 years young, actually. That's, That's just so very young. Long. That is the past. very so young. young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's and it's, it's a definitely yeah. definitely tragedy. So yeah, I definitely want to send my condolences out to her family. 
Yes, condolences to LaShawn Pace and her family. Well, not well to her family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is just. Mm-hmm. T- it seems like there's a lot of people just passing. Like so, there's been so much death. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it happens. But, yeah, this happens every year though. But in 2022, I mean, we'll find out once the year continues how much more death we mm-hmm. could get. But fingers crossed, it's not like crazy that you know. Yeah. How do you want to think? Well, about all this? right. That brings us to our primetime topic. We are talking about America. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies. The, the commercial. Of the ray. Amazing voice. Okay, vocals. I see you. But yeah, America's commercialization of holidays. And you guys know what we're talking about when it comes to if, from St. Patrick's Day to Christmas. It's just sales, sales, sales. Everything is to get a sale and to buy this and to do that. And we just really wanted to talk about that, especially since, um, well, St. Patrick's Day just uh, passed. We're going to talk about that a little bit more with another topic that we have. But St. Patrick's Day just passed. And I just have always felt weird celebrating St. Patrick's Day because I feel like I don't know enough about the heritage of that. And I just feel like, I don't know, like, who celebrates it? Like, is this a holiday for Irish people? Can everybody celebrate it? So, but it's, like, so commercialized everywhere. You would think that, like, it's not, you know, that big of a deal. Or, like, Cinco de Mayo, for example, that's super commercialized. And people are like, oh, let's wear sombreros and eat tacos. And a a bunch of appropriation and offensive stuff happens um, because this country commercializes it and normalizes that type of behavior, especially too. Pride's coming; that's going to be in June. And as soon as Pride hits, every company rainbow. Hi, gay. Welcome to the Apple Store. Get your mm-hmm. rainbow wristband. Like you know. So, what you think about mm-hmm. that? What you? How you feeling? But that's uh, no. I I understand. Like even beyond just America, this shit is worldwide. Like. Like the way these holidays, like you said, St. Patrick's Day, that's a good example. Like, like it's an Irish holiday for sure, and it's about St. Patrick, which is like a he was like a saint. He was like spreading Christianity in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So, like when you think about the heritage of that, it's just kind of like like lifting the Irish people up with like faith, in a sense. And then it kind of you know over time became people you know uh, and you know stuff your face drink yourself. People become drink, yeah, real, simple. real simple. You you you, st- you stuff your <laughs> face. You drink yourself under a table, and then you do all this shit, and and you realize like, huh, what am I really celebrating? But it's just a holiday where you turn up. I think I know, especially like us as black people, we take St. Patrick's Day. We don't even think about what it really means because obviously most black people aren't Irish, um, <laughs> so they won't they won't have that type of you know connection um, where it'd be like a, a homeland connection. It's more of a uh, a college level party wherever you was partying or wherever you could party whether it be downtown whether it be at bars or clubs college wherever you were you associated with drinking and wearing green especially at michigan state university literally our colors are green and white and then st patrick's that's an msu holiday literally it is <laughs> yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely a fun holiday but it it makes you think because like all of these holidays have underlying meanings. Like, uh, obviously, they stem from somewhere. Like you mentioned, Christmas. Uh, obviously, is it's a Christian holiday. It's the birth of Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior for 
you know, people who believe in that. And then you got, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, that's the pilgrimage and how that was kind of just more or less an onslaught of the native people. And in reality, it's like, obviously, it took one moment in that story where they gathered and feasted together. And we use that as like a, a jumping off point as how we celebrate Thanksgiving this point forward. And then you start thinking culturally, like, obviously, everybody has different even Thanksgiving, different versions of Thanksgiving. Like we serve different foods. It obviously tastes different depending on, you know, <laughs> which, which family oh, you, yeah. you, you're part of, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into that. Well, Jay knows I don't want to. So do you that. either have your greens, you either got the family that got greens or you got the family that got the green bean casserole. And that's, exactly. that's what I'm going to say. About you know, that. No shade, but you know, that, that should just be happening, you know, to that, to that demographic. But anyway, um, it's, it's kind of like that. And then you realize like people like these companies, like big, big corporations that make money off sales of any type of product make money off these holidays because like you realize these like different stories, they change their whole theme inside their store to reflect what holiday is coming up, whether it be Christmas, whether it be uh, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, fucking like St. Patty's Day, of course. I mean, like it's, it's so many holidays that we have that you can go inside of a Walgreens and if it's coming up Halloween, that's a big one, too. Um, you just see everything just like you'd be like it reflects what the holiday is and it just forces you it just not forces you but it definitely like persuades you to like buy into it like literally buy into it because it's just so much it's so much shit around you and you like what am I doing for example Christmas what am I doing I'm not doing shit right if I don't buy a gift buy a and gift, let me just right? say this I haven't gotten anybody's shit ever for Christmas <laughs> I've gotten my presents and you get a Merry Christmas See? You know, and I mean, which, but I feel like that's the thing, though. I feel like this country makes it to where, like, you, you feel like you have to do it or you're not doing it. And mm-hmm. it makes it about that. And mm-hmm. I feel like me getting gifts for Christmas, it should be more about. I don't know. It should be a gift from the heart and not because I feel like I have to get the most things like I don't know, like the best gifts that I've got received were gifts that like people like know me and I've like been talking and they're like, Oh, like you've said that you wanted this. And like, this is a time for us to all be together. And here's the gift. Prime example. It wasn't Christmas, but if this would have happened on Christmas, it would make my point, but Mm -hmm. certain things like this have happened. But Darren, I, you know, have told him all the time. I'm like, Oh my God, like I have this vinyl collection and I really want thriller to like, you know, be in that vinyl collection. Cause you know, that's, you know, one of my favorite albums. And for my birthday, he got me the Thriller album. And I like gifts like that because it shows that you actually care about the person. You're listening to what they're saying and you're like, you know, matching that. Like you listen Mm -hmm. to what they say and then the gift is actually thoughtful. So yeah, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, the commercialization definitely shifts the meaning and the purpose. Like, You'll go into stores and they'll be like, oh, 29% off for Mother's Day sale. Like, what the fuck? Like, why Why is a sale associated with how much I care about my mother and appreciate her? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but it's, it's just so hard to kind of move away from that when you just, you're so used to it. And, you know, we live in, and I'll just, I'll just contain it back to America. Like, we live in a capitalistic society like so like it, yeah. it's to the point where like you know we buy and sell to thrive in the economy so like shit needs to be created shit needs to be bought shit needs to be like going through so we can have money pumping through and we can like keep this system going and 
is this is just one aspect of that and you just get these different holidays that you know it, it inherent either inherently meaningless the meaning is like long gone and lost or the meaning has nothing to do with the celebrations currently so like it, it really it really doesn't matter as long as there can be an angle that we can charge and i'm thinking in the minds of like the corporate like corporations that you know sell like anything really just like anything these greeting card companies hallmark goes crazy every fucking year like them niggas goes them niggas go stupid because they're they're selling the cars they're selling everything that we we feel like we require in order to have a successful holiday and then when you have that you just create like a mindset of oh i need to have sort of a, a, a budget set aside for these holidays for the people i love the people i care about for me to celebrate shit even something small like 420 even though nigga like me i smoke i would buy weed regardless but in 420 you go into certain shops and you get the parent you see the parent from, i might wear a shirt that says yeah. happy 420 2022 or something like that that's still merch that's, pre- that's something that, that doesn't matter for real but it's something that made money for the t-shirt company because it's a holiday and this is a holiday you know it's a money hey, maker it's a holiday I got hoes on hoes and the da 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 da. And you better hey, hope you got hey, some hoes hey. that can pay for the shit. Holiday. for, for the holidays, and that's a ooh, that's a good little pro tip for for the listeners out there. Here's, if you got like, little, some, some little things, some little yes, they'll you know they'll get you some you know some good. And that's an, that's for real. Like if you're in a relationship, you really feel compelled to buy your significant other shit, especially when it's holidays. I know for for me being a straight man valentine's day is almost a nightmare because it's like if i'm dating somebody it's like i gotta make sure we go all out and, and shit it's like a that. it's a nightmare for gay people too it is um mm-hmm. yeah it really is i just feel like any relationship that you're in and there's a holiday somebody gotta pay pock is gonna be crying them pock is gonna be whining mm-hmm. and so that's why i am happily single and i you know no, that's probably other reasons I don't think it's, that I'm don't, single. Yeah, I don't think that's the only reason. Can be. It's got. Oh, be. I hate men. So yeah. I, I've come to that realization over the weekend. I go. hate this whole species. Um, I feel like I am myself, Uncle Ruckus, but like not toward black people, toward men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. we no, should, make, kidding, we should make like some. We should make a song like you know how Uncle Ruckus comes in. It's that funny ass theme music. Yes. Yeah, oh my god! Season yeah. three. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, whenever I say, every time uh, you, remember? every time he says he hates men, and every time, yeah, every time you have you whenever say you I hate men, guy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw the music on and be like, oh, look at this guy. Listen, I just I, I'll say this because I've heard this comment from somebody that listens. They have said this seems like I hate men, so I am a man. So mm-hmm. I just want to say I don't hate men, but I can also be a man and you know like men and also critique them and want better for them yeah. if i really didn't it's give a fuck i wouldn't critique anything or say anything but yeah we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta all as men get it together we do come on we do mm, yeah but yeah were you a were you a big trick-or-treater as a kid um no not really like the first but that's because i had black parents and black parents are not really trustworthy with their kids so it's like you know <laughs> they they let us trick or treat like maybe like I remember distinctly five times and then my parents handed out candy before but after that like I don't mean I just really didn't see the appeal of it and then like you know I'm not really like a candy person that much like I have my candies that I'll eat but like 
just getting a bunch of candy going door to door. And then I don't know, y'all who live in Michigan, some Halloweens, it would be cold as fuck. I'm not going to go outside and fucking trick or treat and wrong. get a fucking cold and shit from that shit. So You're not I was not. But my parents also were very keen on like the commercialization of these specific holidays. And they, you know, they didn't let us fall into the traps of that. Like we were all very aware, like we know what mm-hmm. this is about, like, you know. Oh, so what y'all just do y'all fists up. Y'all is just like, we're never going to fucking subscribe it's to. Like you. I'm an activist like because of my parents, Ty and Tony. I know. I know you had a moment when you, was a a when you was like, come on, bro. Like, come on. I'm just trying to go get some candy. And we over here talking about how this is an oppressive holiday, bro. Fuck out of here. I'm two. I- <laughs> like I'm four. Dude. I'm like, I'm a kid. I'm just trying I to really like do this. It's good for the kids. Look, if, if you want to do that. But I mean, we but just even the costumes. But even the costumes, costumes are a big thing for kids. Okay, I will dress up. Yeah, costumes are fun. That's something I even still though, do because I yeah. just think it's fun. But that's, but that's because I'm an actor. I feel like if I wasn't an actor, I don't know if I'd be into it as much. Mm, like dressing up. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't been a big ever since. I, like after like I've grown up, I just haven't really dressed up for Halloween. I might have like special times where I'll do that. But that just that just goes to show Party City, bro. They be making money. Party City yes. what was it all them fucking shops online. Wherever you get costumes, every the time Halloween, Halloween Spirit shop that pops up, Halloween Spirit, yep, the shop all the that time. Pops up. All the, the fucking haunted houses that they just build up that people just fucking go in there and get scared to death. That's money. It's more and more money. The one holiday I'll say it's all it's kind of it's 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 sad. It makes me kind of sad. But it's just you don't really be seeing that much of a, a product push. <laughs> it's Father's Day. <laughs> you be seeing like Mother's Day, it'd be like that's Ninth so Day. Mother's Day be like you you're get, right. You I just father's realized day. that. Father's Day, you really don't see a product push on that because it's just like, nigga, go get that nigga some fucking cologne. Go get that nigga a grill. Get that nigga some tools. What? <laughs> some tools. <laughs> See, that's why I'm yeah. thankful for my dad. He'll tell me what he wants for I don't yeah. have to guess what to get. You'll definitely let me know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, that's so it, my dad kind of the same. That's way. so wild. I just realized that. I just realized that. That's bold it's as fuck. It's sad. But um, yeah. I mean, you know, dads, dads be disrespected a lot. But it's you know, they're yeah, not. Yeah, that's like, what I was gonna say. Is it maybe because because I feel like not. are there more deadbeat dads than there are deadbeat moms? Probably. I don't know the statistics to it, but I feel like there probably are. Uh, it's probably <laughs> it's probably def- definitely more deadbeat dads. Probably swayed more on that side. But no, nah, this is interesting, bro. It's, it's one of those things that I feel like we talk about it, but <laughs> shit, what's the next holiday? Uh, Memorial Day? No, April Fool's Day. Oh, bitches, no, I got some pranks for these folks. April Fool's Day. That's another thing. April Fool's Day. That's such a fucking small ass holiday. But you know, when, when, when the prank I feel season like comes out, you're going to get Hey, Yeah, it's more I'm like it's just like you just get pranks. Like, you get like whoopee cushions and shit. I'm going to prank my landlords and be like, hey, I don't got it, bro. I don't got it. And then be like, yeah, okay. get your shit and get the fuck out. <laughs> Literally. He's like, well, we oh, got to play. If my neighbors are listening, if my lab- if my neighbors are listening, I have the funniest prank. 
I don't know if you guys think it's funny, but I'm doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this will either break the, or make the relationship of me and my neighbors, but I'm doing it. I, I, Damn. You know, I'm not you a pussy. I'm going to do it. Oh, boy. See, I'm I'm scared of you, nigga, because this nigga go, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm scared because your roommates might, might be the type that just don't do that playing shit. And you over here <laughs> trying to play around and nigga might fuck around and get like, Did you fucking shit in my bed, bitch? What the <laughs> oh, fuck? Yeah. See, now you took it way too far. See, you got people like you that take pranks too far. I don't take, I don't think I do. Hmm. I used to, I used to be, I used to do that all the time. I used to be a huge, I don't know if you could already tell, but I used to be a huge prank. Oh no, I I went to high school with you for one year. I know. I used to, I used to trolling. I love trolling. that fucking Bazinga shit. I'm like, if this nigga does this to me one more time, I'm going to rock his shit. Like, what the fuck? And then you had the whole like. I used to love. Oh my god, god. Darren me. was a. We were both. We were both nerds in high school, but Darren was a nerd. He had the the hot topic <laughs> um necklace and like the little. I don't yeah, know what man. you would even call him, and it said Bazinga on that shit. I'm like, he was Dark fully days. invested in the shit. Dark yeah. days. Dark days. I used to be a big Big Bang Theory fan. And big yeah. Big Bang. Dark days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dark days. It is funny. Our begin, our humbling That's beginnings. It. Our humbling. Hey, we all have those. I feel like it's a few of y'all that deleted and purged y'all Facebooks so nobody else can see what y'all used to look like and used to do. And I, I am one of those. Absolutely. People. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have those moments, those low, low moments. God damn. <gasps> but no, we can move on. Shall we move on? Uh, so yeah. Encore, encore, encore for this last encore for the foreseeable future season two. For a few months, we just actually take a few months. Yeah, a few months, maybe, maybe a year. You never know. We won't tell you. Maybe we'll be back next week. You know, we'll be like Jesse Smollett. We have 150. My ass will be be back next week. I'm gonna let you know that now. In six days, (laughs) I will confirm for you that I'm not gonna be back next week. (laughs) It won't be me. Hell no. <laughs> but no, um, I just wanted to take a second to reflect for this encore party culture. You know, both of us went to pretty good party schools, especially in Michigan, probably probably up there. Um, and COVID hit. It's two years, exactly two years. It's the month. Wow, March. So exactly two years since COVID. Wow. Not the yeah, memorial. I it just makes you fucking anniversary. My I know what you mean. I, I wish it was the memorial. Well, I wish it was the fucking funeral and shit. But either way, um, same. Yeah, it's either way. We're we're kind of like with COVID. It kind of fucked up the party flow, the party stru- the just kind of how we were, just being social in general. And even though, like me, I but was on graduating, and that's what I'm kind of saying. Like that's where it it started off that way. At least that's what you thought. Like when people were like super cautious, super quarantining, stealing all the fucking toilet paper from all the grocery stores and shit. And yeah, I see. I remember what all your all the fucking nasty shit y'all niggas was doing. But either way, like the party culture kind of slowed down at the very least while that shit was popping. And then you know over time, I want to say as soon as like Memorial Day 2020 hit, niggas was outside again. Niggas was outside and out in large groups and masses and having fun, even though this was like a virus that you could not be with more than more than like fucking what was it? How many people? Ten people. 
something like yeah. that. You couldn't be more than that without yeah, keep risking be, getting COVID. Exactly. And but then it just got thing, to the though. point where you just like, it's happening. Here's the thing, though. I feel like it really didn't slow down, though, at least not at in East Lansing at Michigan State. Because mm-hmm. I remember the first week or no, the, the day that they announced everything was closed. I think it was March 15th. Mm-hmm. Niggas were lined up outside of like Harper's and Tin Can or yeah. whatever and did not give a fuck. And it was just announced. People were being sent home. And then people were getting COVID and shit at Harper's and shit. And they were still open and still having people the next night. And I just feel like. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Uh, I feel like party culture. There's a predominant culture that does not give a fuck and goes too far with it. If you catch mm-hmm. my vibe, if you catch my drift. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know, I know exactly who you mean. Mm-hmm. Exactly who you mean. No, it's. It definitely, you definitely saw who cared and who didn't at first. I remember when, well, I do kind of remember. When I'm gonna COVID just say it. It was white started. people. It was white people. I didn't see no niggas out there. If it was, <laughs> if it was, it was maybe two or three. But no, it was white people. And I just want to preface again yeah. for all listeners that we do not hate white people. We don't have a problem with white people. I just feel like I have to say that. You know why? I, I I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't got no problem with white people, but. You know, of course. Hey, every seems seems like a lot of people have problems with me, but that's neither here nor there. But um, you, I remember when COVID when COVID was first starting, and people and black people didn't think we could catch it. I remember like when white people was like really getting fucked up, and black people were kind of like we couldn't like this is like we. I remember we about to rejoice. He was like, this is like the world like thanking like giving us our get back like making what make giving us giving the virus just to white people. And not black people. It was just us getting ha- having our get back, and then it goes to show that we are significantly more affected by this than, <laughs> than white people. <laughs> it is just, it's just ironic. Why, why would you do that? Whoever came up with that, black Ooh. people can't get it. Yeah. Oh my god! Like so, literally, so you fucking suck. Why would you say that? But okay. No, and it made niggas like I know niggas like I was I was kind of a slightly ignorant. When I was just like, yeah, black people can't. I knew black people could get it, but I was in my head. I was like, I was like, black people can't get it. So that kind of prompted me and a lot of my brothers to actually still go out for St. Patty's in 2020. So like, we was like, gonna enjoy our St. Patrick's Day 2020, regardless of this new virus that we obviously at the moment at the time didn't know much about, and it was much more to come from that. But we were just like, kind of like, let's party. Blah blah blah, and then once obviously when shit like started picking up, then it's when COVID started picking up, parties started to slow down, and then once shit started to open up, yeah, you saw white people, especially on college campuses, like really not giving a fuck, still like sharing bottles, still doing that shit. But like I said back when I was talking earlier about Memorial Day, I can I can really speak to like my neighborhood. Wait a second, we're grown drinking off of each other. What the fuck? Why? Oh y'all yeah, was asking to get it. Y'all were asking to get it. Literally, niggas do that. Niggas, niggas do that. Well, I mean, white people do that all the time. But I mean, I, I feel like say, niggas niggas don't be doing that. I feel like it's I, some niggas that honestly, that. like, I'm really not trying to make this a race thing. I really am not. But Uh-oh. I feel like when I we see, it, I've, I've, <laughs> I'm just stating facts from what I've seen. I feel like I've seen white people drink off of each other, but. Mm. I feel like it's a strong thing in black culture that we do not drink off of each other. 
I don't know. Do you feel yeah. the same way? Yeah, especially if you're not family. I feel like when it's family. Yeah. I don't even that, let my family drink off of me. <laughs> even then, you start, you'd be still a little apprehensive on that. But you'd be a little more like willing when it comes to family and then maybe yeah. like your significant other, obviously, since you already swap spit. It's shit yeah. like that. You'll share yeah, I'll them, share but. with my man. I'll share with my man, maybe my my kids. But like, once my kids get old enough, I don't know whose dick or pussy you're eating. You're not gonna eat off of me. You're not gonna drink <laughs> off of me. Nope. What if they say that about you, Dad? I mean, understandably, I might have <laughs> given your dad the whole experience. Okay, you don't <laughs> oh, want to eat off of me. Don't don't you ever ever use our the no. I'm gonna name. fuck with my kids. That's how they. I mean, that's probably that's. I I can't even use the excuse of that's how you got here because it's not. It's gonna be you got here through an egg donor, baby. You got here a different way, <laughs> different process. <laughs> so I can't use that, but still, yeah. you would be in a broken home if it weren't for what I'd be doing. So you know, honestly, yeah. Man. No, I feel that, and it, and it just makes you think, like, yeah, especially with with white people, well, and black people, anybody when it, when it comes to like what you when you really want to do something, you gonna do it regardless. Like, and I think that we kind of just had even being like in that quarantine period in twenty twenty where we really wasn't going out and going to parties and people were just like really scared. Like it kind of just ignited something in all of us where we were like, once this is over or once we get like our little pockets of freedom, we're going all out. And then, like, like I said, once Memorial Day happened, everything kicked off. Summer 20. I remember it was party after people was going on boats. Niggas was going to parks and having fun. Niggas was still hanging out and shit. Niggas was doing block parties. Niggas was still going to like certain venues, going to each other's homes and shit like in COVID. This was pre-vaccine. This is before niggas had shout really any to, protection. Niggas was still going up. Shout out to Sierra. I was on her boat for her birthday boat party. Shout out Sierra. Yeah, but still, niggas didn't give a fuck because, like, us, especially us, our demographic, our generation, specifically, we we're we're in our early twenties, uh, early mid to late twenties, just our twenties in general. We'll say so. Like, we still have like our partying like within us. So when this kind of like stopped it, it just it, it just made us like want to do parties more. And concurrently, I feel like that's if you were already a partier. But if you were not a partier, it really made you at, like hesitant to ever want to go to a party again. I know friends who like who double mask up when they go out still like uh, they got all the vaccines, the boosters. They still don't go out to do none of that shit because they're, they're afraid of all that shit. And I understand that completely. But also at the same time, I have friends that are like nigga what's the move tonight like we're going to go see the see them we're going to go over there we're going to go over to the bar blah 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 and then you know obviously 2021 with the vaccine it just made parties just damn yeah, near once people got damn near back had to people was going crazy remember our St. Patty's I still I, I be thinking about it. I thought about that literally a couple days ago when the St. Patty's that just passed I was thinking of the one last year I mean, something drastically different guys, every year. Guys, me and Darren almost fought um, St. Patty's Day 2021 because he wanted to drive drunk. And I'm like, no, you're not. Not with me in the car. <laughs> it was a whole. It's all right. Um, we might do a <laughs> poll one day. If y'all want to see me and Jay actually fight and then put it on like Patreon or something, we'll make that happen. And then you guys pay for it. it. We'll do it. Fight club. We'll do it. That could we'll be the it. fight club episode. 
It'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot, a lot of fun. And you know, I think we both have like a lot of pent up rage from the pandemic and being locked inside. So I think it would be a really good show. You know, yeah, it'd be a great show. I think I think we can obviously we can probably get some guests too. You know, maybe fight them. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Ooh, uh, Lex, we'll come see. back. <laughs> no. uh, and i just want to shout out my girl lex this is unrelated but shout out to my girl she's married had her baby and just congratulations to you and your beautiful family i just yes um Black. big shout out yes to lex. big shout oh out goodness. to lex and if you guys don't know who i'm talking about go and listen to season two she was a guest host on here so, season one yeah. season one sorry oof Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's all blending together now. <laughs> the nigga is the yeah. finale, you know? He's just like, we're we're here. We're just here. We're here present. We're here. But no, the, it's just it's crazy just how the party culture never really died, even when shit happened. It just it just made it stronger. And even now in twenty twenty two, like I just I'm so excited for this summer because I know I'm gonna be partying and traveling a lot and seeing a lot of people. Like I'm still gonna go off and that and St. Patty's like literally I was just in San Antonio for this St. Patty's like and like I literally like was out and about in the streets of San Antonio chopping it up with the with the locals like seeing live music watching people get drunk off their asses me drinking myself me going to bars taking shots buying shots for women buying shots for my homies buying shots for well not my homies my coworkers but. Homies too, because we we all we all pretty. You cool. said you're not my friend, Darren. This is what Darren just said. He said, "Chill out, chill out." I just friend. see. Look, you're my see, coworker, bro. Stop. That's what he just said. I have coworkers <laughs> that listen to this, bro. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I didn't say it. You fucking said no, but I but you, see, but you over here trying to instigate. See, you trying to see. You learning all the wrong I didn't lessons. Say that. That's what he said. You learning, you learning all the wrong lessons for me, nigga. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was just like seeing that and just seeing like we're still in the very much in the middle of this pandemic. But that shit, they ain't gonna stop this show. No matter how nasty the parties can can get, the parties used to be crazy nasty before, but they can still get that. Na- they're nastier now because we're not supposed to be having. The shit that niggas be doing, man, at these parties, bro. Um, it's St. Patty's was this San Antonio was another experience with St. Patty's. I don't know how L.A. was, but that shit was. It was it was jumping. We went. I actually this was my first St. Patrick's Day since college, sober because you guys know I can't drink until August. It was interesting. I feel like I still had a good time, but I was irritated because the drinks like the specialty drinks that they had looked so good and yeah. i couldn't drink them could do shit. and then i asked i'm like do you guys make a version version of this and they're like no i'm like so you can't <laughs> just make it without the alcohol and then i told them i will never come back here again that's yeah, i literally no. said that i became a <laughs> i became a, a, a kin i became a kin because mm-hmm. you know i'm not yeah. caring you know. but a yeah kin. yeah i became a kin Okay, but well, yeah, no, I mean, no. it, it's, it does suck for you because you can't drink, but I would only imagine that LA has its own little, you know, pockets of people that just want to turn up, especially when it comes to like St. Patty's. Like, I can only imagine that shit. And you was with you was with friends yeah. too, right? So like, you was at least yeah. at least you wasn't alone. I was with uh, there were a lot of people from MSU in the area, so mm-hmm. I partied with them with Still my cousin Sunday, in. of course, Chatney, huh? Mm-hmm. I said, still felt the, the energy. You still felt it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. 
Well, all right, that's enough of that. It's time for a game. And we're doing two because it's the season finale. Woo! No, I'm just kidding. All right, so we're going to do one. We're going to do our signature, of course. Um, it's time for Slapper Trash. So if you don't know the rules of Slapper Trash, we're going to be presented with a scenario. And then we will say if that experience is a slap or if it's not. So, for example, pineapples on pizza. I might think that that is a slap experience, but Darren might think that that's trash. So let's go. I'm going to pass the first one to you. All right. Um, hmm, I want to say something that's like, ooh, okay. Slap or trash. Going on a jet ski, just riding a jet ski, we'll say riding a jet ski, and knowing you can't swim. I'm going to say that's still a slap experience, only because, like, the thrill of going on a jet ski. I've been on a jet ski before, but I can actually swim. But I can only imagine, like, the terror in your eyes if you, like, can't swim and you're over here on a jet ski. But a jet ski is so fun. Like, I feel like you really, you'd be, you'd be willing to take that risk. There's a lot of people that do, like, it's especially black people. A lot of black people can't swim. I ain't trying to be prejudice or nothing. I mean, but I got a lot of people that I know personally that just cannot swim. But they will, they will be the first ones on a boat. They'd be the first ones on any type of water <laughs> that's just like that's, that's just behind somebody doing that shit. And then you'd be like, yo, like you're surrounded by water. They'll go to the beach. They'll go to pool parties. And this is just another example. Like a jet ski is so fun. And you look at it. I feel like everybody who looks at jet skis, like I want to ride that shit. And, but you're like, if y'all can't, <laughs> I can't swim. What happens if I like tilt over? I'm damn near dead. But I just think it's slack. Cause I think it's worth the risk It's worth risking your life for that so what about you so as someone who can't swim and has risked their life and gotten on that jet ski i will definitely agree with you it's a slap yeah. experience it's <laughs> so much fun it's like a, the motorcycle of the sea like it's just yeah i don't right. know how to explain it you got to ride it and i was willing to take that risk also you wear a life jacket so if anything happened i got the life jacket so you know i won't die but i might be uncomfortable but yeah mm -hmm. i can't swim um I don't think I think it's too late to teach me how because mm -hmm. I feel like you got to start young and building mm -hmm. your body. So hopefully I'm never in a um, situation. And that's crazy because I do be the first one on a boat um, for a party. I definitely will. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Taking my head. Slap or trash. Slap or trash. Okay. Um, flying coach or mm -hmm. economy. Slap or trash. I'm going to say, look, I'm on the plane for a good time, not a long time, and I'm just trying to get from point A to point B, and so I, I'd rather not spend $500 on a plane ticket, so I slap. Economy. Absolutely. Economy. Yeah. Mm. See, the thing is, maybe in my youth, I would have agreed with you, but now I'm in the position where I'm oh traveling quite a lot, so... Uh, I prefer that first class. So that economy coach shit is trash, <laughs> trash, 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 wow. trash, trash, trash. I, I do not, I do not want to be seated with the rest of you niggas no more. You fucking peasants. I need to be in first class with I've the watched... rich niggas. In the oh bad, <laughs> all of that, man. Fuck all wow. that economy shit. I don't need it. I don't need it. I've watched. Wow, I've just watched my best friend literally turn into an elitist right in front of my eyes. <laughs> wow. Chill out. 
No, no, honestly, it's nothing really that more- bad about it. But I, I still stand by it. I still think it's trash because I feel like, man, like you said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So since I'm here for a good time, I want to have the best time. If I'm on a plane, I'm going to enjoy myself to the peak and then I'm going to get to where I need to be. And I'm be like, I had a great time. I, I was doing all this, blah, blah, blah. Even though it's really just an, a nice, comfier space. It's not really that much of a different experience. Still different than coach. So all that shit. I mean, it doesn't matter if the plane ends up crashing first class or not. So, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, that yeah, was we're all dead, right? We're all dead. That was dark, huh? <laughs> <laughs> see, you see how dark you yeah. get? You see how low <laughs> you have to get just to be like, look, it don't matter because we're all going to die if the shit crashes. Oh, my God. People are seeing another side of us today. <laughs> yeah, it's a finale. We got we got finale vibes. We hear we hear cracking jokes today. Fuck it. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think. Okay, slapper trash. Um. Ooh. Going to the wedding of a mutual friend. I'm gonna say that's trash. Only because like weddings are cool when you really like the person that's like getting married, like your friend, family, cousin, blah, blah, blah. When it's like a mutual friend, like that ain't your homie, but that's your homie's homie. But you've seen like y'all, y'all chopped it up, blah, blah, blah. You got the invite. But now you have to find a date. Now you have to go get your suit. Now you have to go do all these wedding activities for somebody who's already not that close to you. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, I have to block out this time of my day to go to this. Now, some people just love going to weddings because just the look of love just looks amazing. But for me, as you know, the Grinch Scrooge ass nigga I am, you know, already, I already don't want to see all that bullshit. So me seeing that from a mutual friend, I really don't want to see that bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking trash. That's just bad. But ass said, i don't even Duh. i already don't want to see all Duh. the bullshit yeah okay um so i'm gonna say that it's a slap experience because free alcohol and then multiple strangers that you don't know you don't I know, don't know why free? but you, you don't know everybody is everybody I, okay but it's mute it's their mutual friend it's not yours you know so it's a bunch of people that you don't know and like i don't know why this is but people are usually horny as fuck at weddings and so there's definitely more than enough chance. Like, you know, think about the whole year. This is the one point in that year going to that wedding where you would have the chance. You get lucky mm. probably. And then also, again, free liquor. So, yeah, that's <laughs> slap. Uh, and and additional right. to the love. We love love. All that bullshit, too. But, yeah. 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 I would say that's slap. Okay. Slapper trash. Hmm. This shit is hard to come up with. I remember season one, we used to write this out before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Off the dome, no, fuck it. Yeah. Okay, slapper trash driving. I'm going to say <laughs> trash. I hate driving, especially in LA, because I feel yeah. like niggas can't drive. And I hate driving a place where people cannot drive. I'm convinced that nobody here knows where the fuck they're going because you can't know where you're going driving the fuck the way that you do now. I <laughs> literally, I feel like driving is going to take years off of my life just because of how 
stressed and um, annoyed that I get from doing it. So driving, yeah. I'm going to say trash. Trash on that. Mm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say slap. See, I, I might be, a t I'm the type of nigga that might complain he drives a lot, that he drives a lot, but I, I think it's fun. I honestly get like a, I, f I think better in the car, honestly, I think. I might be one of the few people like that, but when I get behind the wheel and I'm able to take a drive or if I'm able just to sit in my car or any of that aspect, I just feel like I think clearer. And, you know, I'm a good driver, too. I'm a pretty good driver. So, like, and and then being in the, uh, shut up, bitch-ass nigga. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, and being in the Motor City, like, everybody in this bitch drives. So, um, you know, you just kind of used to, you can't really get around unless you're driving. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I never really had a problem driving when you really boil it down. I never really had that much of a problem driving. And it's even enjoyable. So, I definitely say it's Detroit. Fun. At least in Detroit, niggas know where the fuck they're going. Oh yeah, you have to. Most part, you just have to. You just have to. Right? You just, oh yeah, you, you slow get as hell. Out. You know? you would get thousand percent. Thousand percent. Yeah. All right. Well, that was slapper trash presented by Jay Gooden yeah. and yeah. Allen. Yeah. All right. Our next little segment that we're going to be doing is Jay Sleepers again. We did that last week, but let's actually do Darren's we'll dope both apples. Do sleepers. Let's do that. You want to do both do sleepers? Oh, we're both do sleepers? We'll both okay. do sleepers. How about Jay that? Jay and Darren sleepers. Wait, let me yeah. edit this in the notes. So, Jay. Oh, fuck. And Darren's. So, I'm editing this for the note because if you guys don't notice, um, for the little bio, if you read the bio when you watch, um, you I just literally don't. copy and paste our notes. You, you yeah. probably don't, though. All right. Um, let me go. Let me look. Let me see. Let me see mm -hmm. some sleepers. Let's see what I've been listening to. Um, there's this group, this girl group. They're called Citizen Queen. Amazing, beautiful voices. And I've been listening to their song, Why? And it's just the letter Y. Um, just such pure, their voices gel really nicely. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is a breakup song about, like, why did I ever be so fucking stupid to believe anything that you said to me? Um, I'm gonna give Sasha Keeble another shout out. Listen to her. Um, I want to give a show a shout out this time. TV show shout out. How I Met mm -hmm. Your Father, such a good TV show. Um, if you liked How I Met Your Mother, you definitely like How I Met Your Father. Um, it's a spiritual sequel, I guess you would call it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's in the same universe as How I Met Your Mother, but different story, different people. Um, some interaction with the old cast, but. Um, it's its own show. I really like it. Cast is really diverse. Storyline is really good. And also, we love Hillary Duff. I love her. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that's all I got. That is all I got for my sleepers. What about you? Okay. Uh, so for me, uh, one sleeper is uh, Tana Talk 4 by Benny the Butcher. Uh, on for, for the niggas that love rap. Uh, the Tana Talk series is a mixtape series by Benny the Butcher. He's on Griselda. Um, Buffalo, New York rapper, um, definitely getting a lot of buzz now. I feel like recently he's been on, he's been on songs. He has some noticeable features. I know he's at, he's done songs with Rick Ross, Two Chains, and, and and obviously has his a family that he has his group with. Like I mentioned, Griselda, which is also includes uh, Conway the Machine and West Side Gun. Um, yeah, I really like Tana. I love the Tana Talk series. I think it's up there in terms of mixtape series 
really up there. Like I wouldn't, I don't think I'll rank it like a top all time yet, but it's definitely up there. And this is the fourth installment. Um, so yeah, definitely shout out to Benny. Um, also I want to shout out to pink sweats. He oh, dropped an album pink called sweats. pink moons. I don't think we talked about it, but he did drop an album called pink moon, which was, I think it was January into January when he dropped it. And yeah, it has, and has um blast on it, uh black on it, Tori Kelly, uh Sabrina Claudio. Um it's it's all great features. Like it's a really, really good album. Um so shout out to Pink Sweats is one one of the one of my newer favorite that. singers. Don't do that, like I'm not a music nigga. See, he be doing this like he when I mention rap, he be like, Who is that? When I mention R and B or if he says some rap shit, or if I say some rap shit, he knows it. And or if he knows it, and I know it. Would I'd you do like, the same thing to me if I like really. send you a rap song? You'd be like, "You listen to this?" I don't. I'm like, he just, "Yeah." I, I he, he's milking it, bro. When I sent him, when I sent him NBA Young Boy, or I'm sad. See, he don't even fully fucking know, bro. He doesn't. But no, when know, I sent him NBA, uh, the NBA songs, he was like, "You fucking listen to this shit?" I'm like, "Yes, this shit is this shit is hard." So that's like a big see, jump. We, we both do it to each other. Yeah, we got to stop that. Um <laughs> and and should I should I do a TV shout out too? I'm trying to think. Might as well do it, <sighs> man. Man, I'm trying to think like t- the TV shows that I've been watching. I feel like we've all talked about. Oh, I'll just do this. I've already said Atlanta's coming back, but y'all niggas need to go watch Atlanta the first two seasons, man. Like it's really one of the best shows that's that's I think that's came out in the last decade. Honestly, think that. So, if you like want to listen, if you want to like watch a funny show by talented, you know, written by a talented guy, you know, talented actors, Lakeith is in it, Brian, uh, Brian, uh, Tyree Henry, and Zazie Beats, and of course, Donald Glover. Season Mm -hmm. three comes out, I think, in three days from now. I think it'll be out by the time this shit comes out. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming out soon. So, yeah, that's my sleepers. I love them. Oh, wait, I got one more. If you're not watching this show, you're living under a rock and you're a dumbass bitch. Watch Abbott Elementary. That mm. shit is fire. So smart. It's Got like, to. I don't know. I feel like I, I agree with Darren. Darren sent me a tweet today. He said that this is easily the best sitcom on TV right now. And it is. Mm. It definitely is. Quinta is doing her thing with that show. Mm. So, mm. yes. Beautiful woman. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. our last call. Mm, last call last call last call yeah yeah uh 12 episodes we really did it i was nervous i mean i thought i was gonna be here the full whole time and i even i wasn't i wasn't you never know what can happen you you left your job bro you left your job bro (laughs) it's like no but yeah this season has definitely been crazy unexpected fun um i'm just really excited for season three like we're just gonna add more stuff it's gonna get bigger and better you know as mm-hmm. things progress they rarely get worse mm-hmm. and so you know we're off to a good yeah. start um and then shout out to you darren you've been like doing the thing this season like you know darren's the one that organizes like the whole studio setup he does the youtube and then you know i edit the audio and like put it on the streaming platform so we've really been like you know, yeah, a great team. definitely yeah, a great been, team. Doing it, yeah, yeah, man. I would rather want to sit in this. 
I want to let you guys guess the color of what I'm sitting on right now, but I wouldn't want to sit on this ambiguous colored seat with anybody else doing this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, likewise, bro. Yeah. Like I said earlier, man, we've that de- we definitely like, we can definitely see the growth and improvement, you know, just from one season one to season two. And I just, I can see this going on for a good minute. And, you know, like, I, like you said, I, I'm definitely excited for season three to what we got in store. I know we put our brains together. We come out, we come up with something incredible. Um, and, you know, it's great. Just, just great. Like I shout out to all the guests that came this season. I know we said this in the highlights, but shout out to all the guests that came this season. Shout out to, um, the, the co-host that, you know, that, you know, filled that in filled for man. you when you were gone. Definitely. And yeah, I, I, give a sh- I, I really I appreciate give a shout that. Out. I, that's, yeah yeah no i'm a, i'm gonna definitely yeah. give a shout out to to um i'm gonna definitely give a shout out i wonder i'm gonna say the names because everybody that was this season it was charles sunday shadney who the fuck else was that it i think it was just those three was, yeah. that's the, those three okay bad 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 all right so yeah shout out yeah. to them and shout out to you bro for sure um definitely man i feel the same way man i definitely wouldn't have done this with anyone else uh, but you did yeah. for a few episodes, so I mean that's for a, a few. lot. But okay, yes, yeah, we yeah we were thinking no, about uh, taking you off and you know actually starting our own little podcast away from you. They were trying to Wendy Williams me, guys. I'm like, yeah. look, I'm coming Real back. Close. She didn't come back. I'm coming back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big big oh, shout yeah. out. But yeah, man, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what we got got in store for the future, man. Season three, thirty episodes. You guys want Ooh, that? Fuck no, nobody wants that <laughs> shit. Oh yeah! Shout out to the listeners and the viewers and people who have like stuck with us, like from season one or even who joined from season two and just been watching us and just like laughing with us or laughing at us and just shit like that, man. It feels good to have supporters like you guys. So definitely, we would be nothing without you. Literally, absolutely. I definitely want to echo that. We appreciate you. Um, Please continue to listen. Listen to season one if you haven't um and and share it please we really appreciate it share it mention us tag us and shit you know because i i feel like we don't know if you guys listen unless you like you know like i was like going on the review page on apple and i'm like wow there's a review here i didn't even like realize it so you know tag us let Mm -hmm. us know um we really appreciate you all um and Mm -hmm. yeah this Mm -hmm. is crazy is the season finale this went by quick as fuck season two is done we're done yeah Oh my goodness! We'll be back in the summer. It's gonna be hot, so yeah, you know that we're gonna have some shit to talk about. Yep. Niggas always got shit to talk about when the temperature is real high. Yeah, can't wait, can't wait. Yeah. But as always, listen to us on Apple, YouTube, and Spotify, and then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Experience underscore Pod to check out different things different highlights and you know listen to the whole season this is the finale so listen to all of season two if you missed the episode you know um you can follow me personally at j underscore good 98 on instagram and where can they find you uh, you can find me everywhere instagram twitter at ned saturn that's at n-e-d-s-a-t-u-r-n oh uh, yeah oh yeah can i get a ho yeah Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Season two finale. We're done. Y'all can go check out all them other episodes. Whatever y'all got to say, y'all can talk shit about me, talk shit about Jay. Just send it to us. We want to hear all feedback for this season. Um 
Yeah. But be respectful because if you want to be disrespectful, <laughs> ask Darren. I know so we how can to get, we can get disrespectful. Time. We can get disrespectful. So get go ahead. Disrespectful. If you want to get to that, if you want to get to that level with us, then that's fine. We can do that. Respectful critiques. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm just kidding. No, we'll see. You All right, we'll see you in the sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. It could be.